Welcome to the Talking Small Podcast, where we make that podcast platinum. Samurai Deli, put them viewers in. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of the Talking Small Podcast. We are doing a, uh, I guess this is an Instagram live video, private message call. I'm not sure exactly what that is, but I'm not in the same room as Uncle Al. I am looking at him through video and the guest of the night, Joey Sal, a.k.a. Fat Vader. How y'all doing, boys? What's up, everybody? Doing good. Watching some Thursday night football. No, oh, yeah, I got my TVs going. I got Thursday night football. I got the Oilers about to go off first the Stars. Let's go Hyman first goal, 14 to 1. And then I got Pell's Pistons over here. Pell's up 19, five minutes left in the second. Let's see how they lose that one. Hmm. I only got Texans or Titans money line, and the way uh, these penalties are going, this game may never end. So tighten up, boys. Ooh, I like that. Tighten up for the Titans. That's 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 really good. I got Will Levis uh, touchdown, and then the Derrick Henry fifty yards. That was a Fanduel boost, and then I got Will Levis over like ten and a half rushing yards, and I have Tajay Spears to score. That would been that'd be nice. I had him first touchdown for like eighteen to one, but that didn't happen. So, you know, could be worse. Could be worse. Little Rangers action, one one over the weekend. Got my uh, nine to one on the Rangers. Threw that dart in August. Told my, told our lawyer to get on it when he was going to the casino, and uh, he just he didn't he didn't get on it. And I made the money. He didn't. So go rules, go Rangers. Thanks for the nine to one. <laughs> Definitely said the wrong team right there. So what stuck you got tonight? Uh, I just did the FanDuel boost like Harley. And got a couple little uh, long shots there, but nothing nothing worth uh, chatting about on the pod. We'll, well see what happens. Well, I want to jump right into that since it's on the topic. A little fuck that dude of the week. I got to tell you, to find out the fan duels limiting me on their boost compared to other people is just pissing me off. They got these boosts out here. I used to be able to throw $50 on there. No problem. All of a sudden, like maybe like a, two months ago, it went to like $25 for like two weeks. And then all of a sudden it's been at 20 and I'm like, what the fuck are they like, or is this just a me thing? So I finally asked uncle Al what they were doing and his is still 50. So you know what FanDuel, fuck you. You joined bet Rivies as your promos are limiting me. I think on bet Rivies promos, the most I can bet uh, is $3 and 42 cents. So you're a little better than them, but uh, you know, fuck you FanDuel. I think they've all been going that way for a while. I feel like you guys get your – maybe it's state-to-state state or I don't know if it's account-to-account account or if it's state-to-state because state you guys would get your DraftKings ones, and I see you're putting 25 or 50 on some of these things for these boosts. Mine's 10 Mine's $10. Always. Most of my DraftKings ones are, are usually 10 Like I had an LSU 25 one like last weekend that came out of nowhere. They used to – like again, DraftKings used to be higher too, so they're probably limiting me. I know, I'm, actually, Al's done pretty well on on, on DraftKings, so maybe that's why I don't realize I'm being limited. Yeah, DraftKings for the most part is ten dollars, but every once in a while you'll get you, you'll get higher. But 
but yeah, I mean, they're basically handing out free money to get users and uh, take advantage of it, build they're that bank. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think since they've started, they've been losing money because they pay advertising. They pay Dan Lebitard like $30 million a year, and he's not even a better. And I don't even know how popular Dan Lebitard is. Pat McAfee gets these ridiculous $40 million a year from FanDuel, and then he leaves that to go to ESPN because they're breaking out the bank for him too. It's like they're just giving away free money, which fine by us, but uh, they're limiting Harley. He's too sharp. Well, I got money on DraftKings stock, too, so I win either way here. Their stock's been going up, so if I lose my bet, their stock goes up. If their stock goes down, that's because I won my bet. So I'm basically always coming out ahead with DraftKings. Even Steven. All right, so we got a big weekend coming up here. LSU, Bammy. I'm looking forward to it. I'm finally off at night. I'm ready to uh, tap the keg. I got me some... um, some flying tiger. I think it's men at arms in there. Really, really looking forward to continuing to drink this throughout the weekend. Joe, you're not going to the game, right? So LSU's got a chance to win. Is that true? I'm not going to the game. That's true. I am going to be at some fundraising thing for my wife's high school football program. Uh, and I will be surrounded by Alabama fans. So I will be loud and proud in my purple screaming fuck you roll tide fuckers the entire game as the tigers are beating down that ass jalen milro is trash i agree i think milro is kind of trash it, so do you have a bet on the game joe uh at the moment all i have is lsu i bet early several probably several months ago after after alabama lost to texas they had all their big games out uh, so I got good line early on uh, Alabama LSU and Alabama Tennessee. So I have Alabama, or LSU plus seven right now. Uh, Al, uh, and that's it. I'm, I'm like I'm liking the over, but I, I'm I don't know how much I like the over. Yeah, I got. And I'll uh, probably sprinkle the money line. Too. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I was like Joe. I think I had like an MGM promo of some insurance for twenty five bucks limit. And uh, before the season, I didn't know what to bet it on because you like some of these things ahead of the season, but you never know how the first week's going to turn out. And I didn't feel like putting 25 on any of that. So I put it on LSU plus seven and a half against Bama. And then LSU comes out, gets stopped by Florida State. Bama looks okay. And then they look like trash. So it's kind of fluctuated and it's gone down. So right now, isn't it around three Three and a half? half, I think, yeah. So, yeah. So, roll with that plus seven and a half. I think I used one of my 50% boosts on the over, like Joe said. Just, uh, I think we match up okay with Alabama, but Milrow does hit the deep shot and our secondary sucks. So, I'm expecting them to get a couple. And I think, you know, if we can protect Daniels, I think he'll, you know, he's got the most passing yards in the nation. So, as long as we can keep him from getting sacked, um, you know, I think I think we should put up some points too. So I think it should be close, but uh, I'm liking I'm liking my LSU with the points, and uh, I, I think the overs to play. So, so uh, Daniels, any chance that you instead of betting money line like Joe talked about, you just go ahead and bet him Heisman because if he wins this game and where he is in pass yards, rush yards, rush TDs, pass TDs, like 
if he wins this, we you know that's basically win out, go to Georgia. I think if they win out, he's got to be the Heisman. Like no one else has the numbers that he has. He hasn't had a shit game. He's got a defense that he's got to throw all he's on. I think I saw a plus four fifty on MGM for him on the Heisman today. I've been staring at it for a very long time. I'm probably going to pull the trigger instead of playing LSU money line, just because even if they lose, he might still win the Heisman. It's just his his numbers are ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I like the idea. Plus four fifty doesn't seem great, but who's I the mean, favorite? Penix. I think. No. I think like Penix and Bo Nix are right ahead of him, and then like JJ McCarthy. Bo Nix dropped out of it after they got stomped, right? Uh, they get stomped. Let me look at the. Let me look at him. It's Bo Nix. Okay, actually, Penix and McCarthy are both ahead of Jaden Daniels at plus three hundred each for the most part. Daniels is plus 450, and Bo Nix is oh, plus old. 600. So, basically, Michigan sucks. If they lose to Ohio State, like, McCarthy could fall. Penix, he had a re- some shitty games. I, I don't know here. I think I think there's a chance that Daniels I, gets it. I, I think it's a good – I think it's a good move. I wouldn't – I may – that'd be maybe one of the ones I would cash out on because, like, you could probably do the equivalent of bet LSU money line against Bama and then roll it over and bet it against Georgia and probably get better than plus 450 because I think – and I also, like, that Georgia game, if we lose that, then he's probably not going to – win it still but no i mean harley's right one of those years where there's never a a better person though either like yeah everybody could kind of suck and then you'd be like well everyone's got two or three losses or hasn't looked great let's just give it to daniels but we gotta lose this game though harley's right it could be like 38 42 because our defense is dog shit and daniel's still a good game as long as he doesn't have like a four net game where he runs for 25 (laughs) yards the entire (laughs) game that's what lost him the Heisman. yeah yeah i guess that is true so, so it may be worth a dart. I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to do it right now as we're talking because it's just, <laughs> yeah, it's just y'all talking me into it. It just sounds so good. I'm flush with cash on MGM, which I wonder why they're not. <laughs> they should be the ones limiting me. I don't know why it's uh, actually no. I'm going to wait because I, I mean, I shot- boost is dog shit. Never hits. Well, yeah. Do you uh, like MGM? I get almost the least amount of boost there. Uh, I get There's promos no... on MGM just for different just for different things. Uh, the Barry Sanders game. Eight bit Barry. Uh, yeah. and, uh, has that been up lately? Uh, no, it hasn't. I was I was yeah, I was suspecting one up for a while. I was suspecting them as limiting me on that one. Yeah, the baseball one was up, but then you had to bet baseball, which was a good play by them because they got some money back off of me. Yeah, see, see, I bet baseball, but it was always like DraftKings would either have a twenty-five, a fifty, and sometimes a hundred percent boost. So I would just. I would just throw a dart every day, kind of look at, you know, look at the sharps and, and they would post like 10 plays and I'd be like, ah, I kind of like this one. And I didn't even really killing on baseball this season. Yeah. So did I. So, um, would you say you made a killing on baseball, Joe? Yeah. Yeah. Basically betting Braves over and home runs. (laughs) Braves money line and over was Joe's uh, Alabama first half this year. It crushed. It crushed. See, I sucked at baseball this year, but I just bet the Rangers. I that, that was one of those ones where I was like, ah, I'm going to be working nights. World Series is probably going to be on while I'm there. Let me just find a team. And I did some research. I was like, ah, I like the I like the Rangers. Fuck it, let's go. 
Did y'all say? Did y'all see uh, the whole Maddox clip from Pardon My Take that was floating around after the World Series, where Maddox before the season said it would be worth throwing some. Yeah, he he would have something on the Rangers before the season started. That that would have been a good hit. I think it was like, I think I saw fifty to one before the season started. But those are fucking rare. Yeah, they get guys on that say every team's. <laughs> worth betting yeah. on though at some point. Yeah, but those are the talents. This is this is Greg Maddox, Joe. Show some respect yeah. to a former Brave. Well, I thought he That's worked. Fair. I thought he worked or his cousin or brother. I thought he has a connection to the team, they said. His brother his brother may have been the pitching coach or something. Yeah, see I thought he's like got some insight. So it wasn't like he's completely completely crazy. Uh so far in my my shopping for Jaden Daniels best line, uh Looking like MGM is going to get my money, but I, I'm still shopping. I got eight books to go through or seven books to go through. <laughs> I only have money on DraftKings at this point. Damn. And I only loaded up three this year. Somebody needs Wait. to get more allowance. So at the end, so at the end of every year, Joe, you just pull it out, or you just get pissed off at these books and move your money. Because I, I know you pull out. <laughs> well, I, I pulled out of uh, FanDuel because they kept uh, my my account kept trying to get hacked and I was having to reset the password every day and I was getting locked <laughs> out and having to reset the password. So I pulled all my money out of there and I haven't been back to FanDuel. I did Caesars, MGM and DraftKings this year, but I only put a hundred bucks into Caesars and MGM and I lost that pretty quick Damn. in each of those. But Joe, you realize that if you get the best odds every time, you have a better shot long term to win, right? So, like, yeah, but that's too much work. I, I mean, at this point, I would have to split money out or put more in, and I don't need to do that. I'm good with DraftKings. I'm doing good in DraftKings this year. <laughs> uh, bet Rivies, J- Jane Daniels plus five hundred. Lo, they take. They're gonna limit you again. Oh yeah, they're they're gonna not like that for sure. They're looking like they're about to get my monies. All right, so Joe, you went to an old piss game, and did we talk about that on the pod yet? No, I don't think so. So you are the basically you go to the game unless it's University of Texas, LSU loses, right? That's kind of how this works. Unless it's the 2019 season, yeah. See, that's Haley and I have done. We she she was on to me about how many games we go to and how many we've lost. And I, I'm about 50, 50, which considering how many it's kind of skewed because I typically only go to the big games anyway. Of course. So oh, it, it's not like I'm going to, you know, Vanderbilt every time we play them or, you know, whatever the out of conference game. So yeah, it's a little skewed to, my percentage of losses at LSU games is not the same as LSU's percentage of losses over several seasons, but I've been to more wins than losses. Haley's come stomping in here to laugh at this. I've been to, I've been to several wins at Auburn. I went to the loss. I went to a win at Alabama. I went to a loss at Alabama. I went to a loss at Auburn. I went to a loss at Georgia. All of 2019, those were all the wins. So that was Texas, Vanderbilt, and uh, uh, the SEC championship. You've went to Tennessee. Tennessee several times, yeah. Y'all ain't beating us. (laughs) Outside of Baton Rouge. 
Oh, I said last year you came to LSU versus Tennessee and Baton Rouge and LSU got yeah, smoked. Yeah, but that's a home game. Uh, wait, I'm talking away games. Anyway, you we were traveled at the, here. Oh yeah, that is true. And you're a Tennessee fan, so was it really? Yeah, a home that is game? a game in attendance, <laughs> and he traveled for that, so the L is so even the worse. Winner did I lose if I'm a Tennessee fan? Yeah, that's true. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> sloppy top. Yeah. <laughs> sloppy. But we toppy. get into there. Have y'all ever been to Ole Miss? No, Craig won't take us. It's fucking lame, man. The Grove is not fun tailgating. It's just packed. There's no room to spread out and toss some cornhole or some washers. There's no room for a hoe flow. There's no room to set up a bar. It's just, it's tense, touching tense, corner to corner, the entire fucking way through. You can't walk through there. It's like it's like trying to walk down Bourbon Street on Mardi Gras Day. You just go with the people. It's not fun. It's just a shitload of people in a tiny area. So how many push-ups did you do? I didn't do any push-ups. No, since it was like that. Yeah, I, wasn't, I wasn't drunk enough for it, maybe. That's the problem. All right, so the Grove but sucks. We get in did there. you get tiger baited? No, not really. No one really gave us shit. It was... Uh, it really, I mean, until afterwards, afterwards, we got a little bit, but we, we just got out of there. After that failed fourth down, we just bolted. We uh, saw I've someone heard... get kicked out of the game uh, behind us. He had a snake wrapped around his hand. Like a Dude real had one? a little, uh, yeah, he had a real snake wrapped around his hand. We saw security come and we're like, oh shit, here comes security, here comes security. What the fuck? Dude's got a snake wrapped around his hand. <laughs> What kind of snake was it? It was, I don't know, some little, some little, what do they have, little bow constrictors or ball pythons or whatever, I don't know, some snake. I've heard the, the Grove is notorious for, like, for away fans targeting them because they're always like, hey, whatever you're drinking, put it in a red cup. You can't walk around with, like, a glass bottle of beer or something or the cops saw, will be on you. I saw cans and bottles all over the place. Yeah. I don't think they may have lightened up on it. So, so I guess you, if the crowd's that big, they're not even going to see it. So they pipe in the fucking bands. They 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 mic up the band and play it through the stadium PA because it's That's so lame. open. It is lame. It's the band's not loud enough, and the the stadium doesn't keep in the noise. So they they play it over the PA, and it's just it's annoying. But I, I have to agree with Dan. I, I want LSU to get those LED lights because that's so cool. When they turn out the lights, whenever something big happens, it's awesome. I think if I had the snake around my hand and I was getting escorted out, it'd almost be like, nah, if you if you kick me out, I'm going to drop it. I'm going to drop it. I'm going to, I would threaten with the snake. That's I think that's what no, I it would was do. A ti- it was a tiny little snake. The do dude you know just, what the chaos re- I would cause dropping a snake in a stadium? It's, it's like a terrorist. <laughs> The dude was just like, yeah, I get it. I got it. I get it. I get it. As he was walking down. <laughs> if he just, yeah, like Harley's saying, just, oh, the, the, you see the cops coming towards you, whatever. Just put it on the ground. That's not my snake. I, I saw it was there. I picked it yeah, up. I just like, found it. I found the snake. Like, <laughs> who said it was my snake? Yeah. Its name's not Jared. Yeah. I mean, a tiny snake. I say you let that in the stadium. What? Uh, what's the big deal if it's a boa constrictor and it's not venomous like what's a, what's a little snake gonna do 
it's probably yeah. animal cruelty being in a loud ass stadium, but uh, they're snakes. I mean, they don't really have ears anyway. Stay wrapped around his hand the entire time anyway. Right. So what was it like when the fourth down didn't happen, Joe? Because that was just fucking terrible clock management by LSU, first of all. But So I saw so two rows in front of us the entire game. Mincy, Barstool Mincy was right in front of us the entire game. He's walking up there, and I see one eye looking for one eye looking 90 degrees to the side. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's Mincy. And I had a couple beers, so I jumped down there and get a quick picture with him. And he sat right in front of us the entire time but his the whole time he had some girl who was he kept handing her the phone because it was uh when they take the time out and he's already got he's like all right hey take the hold the camera hold the camera he's ready to capture his reaction then they take the time out and it's like oh you look at it, he's like cut it cut it cut it <laughs> so and then he's like all right now get it up again get it up again and i think old miss then took the time out and then he goes, all right, cut it, cut it, cut it. And then as soon as that happened, I was waiting for him to post that video because if he posted the video of his reaction, you would see me and Haley just bolt out of the stadium. We were like, as soon as that happened, we are like, we're out. We're out. Game's over. I'm getting out of here. Uh, but it was, uh, it, was a, it was a great game. There were people – there was some drunk-as-fuck dude across the aisle from us, and he was uh, – there weren't a ton of other LSU fans around where we were sitting. So he was kind of trying to razz me the whole time, but he was so hammered. He was not putting sentences together. Uh, he's like, you gotta, you gotta, and I, I had to ask him, his, the dude's mom, he was an older guy. He was in his mid twenties or something, but he, his mom would turn around and be like, leave him alone. Leave him alone. I'm, like, I'm looking to, I promise you guys, he's fine. I can take it. He's fine. Uh, you were you talking shit back to him? I would have been talking yeah, of shit back. Of course, I was to talking him. shit back okay. to him. But his his girlfriend or his mom and his mom. I, I don't know if it was sister or his girlfriend, but his, they and his mom were like, "You're gonna get in trouble. Stop. You're gonna get in trouble." Like, guys, he's fine. But when LSU was up nine in the fourth quarter, the Ole Miss people started leaving. I was like, "Where? How the fuck are you guys leaving? Have this you game, seen neither our team defense? has a yeah. Neither team has a defense." This game is not over. There's seven minutes left. We're up nine, but good God. And at a certain point, I looked at Haley and said, I know this game. We lose this game. I've, I've seen LSU play this game before. There's no way we're winning this game. And sure enough. Did uh, did the old Piss fans look at you kind of funny rooting for LSU wearing Tennessee colors? <laughs> no, my Tennessee hat was a small T. Didn't have the big T on. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, so... Al and I went tailgating the other day. We went what to Auburn, Al? Is that is that where we went? Yeah, that was Auburn. So I guess that was LSU home game. So I had a night off. Uh, met Al and the uh, and his family. Went to go see our lawyer, Chris. Had a good time. Uh, Joe, saw your family too. Uh, yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, saw my family minus uh, Dan Bleasy. So saw the family I wanted to see. And. Uh, <laughs> I got Joe, I got a question for you. At what point did actually no, let me just ask this to Al. Al, can you explain to the viewers what mama juice is? Alcohol? No, it's not just alcohol though, right? It's high noons. Oh, it's just it's just alcohol. It's just a term you say so Leo doesn't drink the drink. Mama juice. 
Well, the plane that was circling the, the air that day had a high noon banner on, and y'all were yeah. going ham, loving the Leo calling it Mama Juice when he'd see the, the high noon banner fly around. There you go. I just got to say. Easy entertainment. Al, have you given your kid a sip of beer yet? No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What about a Mama Rookie. Juice? Uh, no, he hasn't had any mama juice. He's good about not drinking uh, other people's drinks. You got to get on that. You got to give them the beer so they know they don't like it. Get them <laughs> sipped so they don't like it. What's the recommended age, Joe? Well, Zach did it probably, or I'm sorry, Soda did it probably <laughs> around three. was his first sip of uh, cracked beer. By purpose? On purpose? Oh, yeah. Let him take <laughs> – yeah. Suck the foam off a beer really quick, and he goes, eh. Ugh. And when you say later, so do you want a beer? No, it's gross. Hell yeah. That's like Al until he was like 18. Warm beer. Imprinting. And warm. Got to be careful with those high noons though because those taste good. Kids yeah. will just suck those down. I, I like the tequila ones. That's, I, that's don't, a, I don't like the good, tequila ones. Well, there you go. More for me. I tend to pick the stuff no one else will want to drink. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah. That was a good, uh, good time tailgating, perfect weather. Also met up with uh, Kev, uh, our lawyer. Uh, our lawyer's brother was in town from Kentucky. He knows how to travel and see a W, so it was a good, good time out there. Speaking of traveling, then, so the next uh, road game we're all going to be going to is uh, Vegas, Labor Day weekend 2024. Al, are you in? Sounds like we got the whole crew rolling. Uh, I mean, I'm not definite, but uh, I'm uh, I'm I'm thinking about it. I like it. Well, we'll got Craig and Chen sharing a bed. Is Chen actually going? I didn't. I, I don't. Chen, I, I didn't Chen go through go. the chats enough to see if Chen committed. Chen will go. Chen. If Chen will go to BlizzCon for however many years going, he'll he'll come. Uh, he'll go to. He ain't gonna turn down Vegas with Craig. Yeah, but he Chen's just waiting for somebody to say, "Hey, Chen, let's go." No, Chen yeah. funds BlizzCon by buying tickets in advance and then scalping them, and then then paying for the rest of his trip with the tickets he kept. Like Chen, Chen's got like a method to go into BlizzCon. You, you, you could technically do the same thing for this football game, probably. Uh, there's, no, I got on the wait list. I got. <laughs> I, I'm on the Allegiant uh, Stadium alerts, trying to wait for uh, whenever they do pre-sales and whatever. So Joe, oh, that sta- stadium looks cool from the outside. I, to be yep. honest, I'm not looking forward to going to like Vegas. I, I'm kind of done with Vegas, so I'm not really looking forward to the trip that much. I, I think it's, I think now that you got apps and you got all these states, there'd be cooler places to go. I get it's an LSU game, so that that part would be kind of fun. But like the whole Vegas experience, I just don't care for anymore. It well, then go for a trip with the boys. Don't go to go gamble. Well, that, Keep that's your wallet a, in your pocket. Uh, well, you can't do that in Vegas. Everything's expensive as fuck. And, and I, but the the thing I would like to you see you can is, hang out with Dan. Dan knows how to do Vegas on a yeah, on yeah. a unit. Yeah, right. Dan 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 would <laughs> never sit at the tables, but him and he'd be blowing like four hundred dollars every time we go to dinner. So, I think that's what it would be the funny part is to watch Dan. Be like, why well, you gambling? It's a waste of money. And then Where's him the five dollar blackjack table? Then him dropping like a fucking hundred and fifty dollars for a steak. Oh, me and me and Harley know how to do Vegas cheap. You start the day off at Ellis Island, steak and eggs for about nine bucks. 
You can walk your way over to the uh, the office over there. Our bartender, Tony, will hook you the fuck up. I, one day, I think we watched the first game of March Madness, like the over there. It was probably like 10 a.m. We watched the whole, you know, first slate of games go off March Madness, probably like three, four hours, drinking the whole time, hitting it pretty hard. Tony comes to give us our bill. <clears throat> I think uh, my dad left a little bit early. So me and Harley were in there close out and I, I like paid for my dad's or whatever. I think my bill ended up being $24 and I must've had, <laughs> I must've had about eight Jameson's on the rocks. It did. It did seem to be like a, a potential gay bar, I believe. Uh, so like there might've been a little more like home cooking there than, you know, in our most, most of our spots. Well, th- there was nobody in there, though. I don't think that's a gay bar. I think there's just gay bars around it. And there's a dispensary, like, right across the street. So it's, it's kind of, uh, you know, a little off-the-beaten-path gem we've I, uh, stumbled upon. I thought you got hit on in that bar, and the dude followed you in the bathroom. Um, yeah. I don't know. There was a dude stalking <laughs> you in there when me and your yeah, dad were in, the hard, in, were in the hard rock. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Uh, like, there was nobody in there. And then randomly, like, a couple girls and, like, a fat gay guy came in. And the guy was trying to, like, talk to me while I was watching the game. And I was just, like, not having it. Well, that's the way to do it then. We'll just go set up in a sports book or the office and watch the morning games. Kickoffs at, what, 4 o'clock Pacific time? The thing about that with the early games, though, is that uh, like the beginning of the season special games is there's not like a full slate of games on that day. Actually, you say that now at the games on Sunday, so there's going to be no games. Yeah, right. And and probably no NFL either because it's the first week, you know. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, so Joe, when we, we went into the stadium with Al, uh, for the Auburn game, I gotta, I gotta tell you, Al on a day of drinking gets more and more marky, uh, by the, by the years go by, he was really chatting up everybody around us, everybody just chatting them up. It it was, it was like going to a game with Mark, with Mark's not drinking. (laughs) So, so like at first there's like this young dude in front of us and Al sparks up a conversation. Five minutes later, this guy falls asleep for nearly the entire game. And then there's this older grandma behind us. I mean, she kind of looks pretty good for whatever she, she, her age was. Al chatting her ear off goes to buy drinks. And if you ever stood in line at LSU to try to get drinks in the North side of the end zones, the lines are long out of the ass. Al goes over there, buys two beers, hides them behind a trash can, gets back in line, and buys two things called buzz balls for this old lady behind him. Al, how'd the buzz balls taste? Not great. It's a buzz ball. I've seen the buzz balls in, shout out to Chen and BlizzCon again. I think the World of Warcraft guys, like the Andes of the world, like the buzz balls. I'd seen them before. I think the the workaholics guy uh, Blake is is in ads for him now, and this lady was like, "I want a buzz ball. You know, if you're going to go get beers, can you get me a buzz ball? You know, you know, pay you back or whatever." And by the time I went, I went down once to piss, and the lines were crazy. So I was like, "Fuck that!" When I went the second time, it was like towards the end of the game, and it was about to close. 
and the people next to me, I think they gave me a beer and they left. And um, so by the time I went to do all this beer run and get more food, shout out to Harley for getting me the two Chick-fil-A's, but I was still hungry. So I kind of went back for more food and more drinks. No Knobloch special. Uh, so, so yeah, the buzz ball, not great, but you know, I was doing a good deed for uh, a lady who had to, you know, didn't have to wait in line and get up to get a drink. I'd like somebody to get me a beer, you know? So they're just like pre-mixed cocktails in a can. They're just like these little chode bottles. <laughs> yeah, I see. But yeah. Yeah, they, they looked awful. Then Al's turned around and I guess, I don't, I couldn't ever tell, and you might know this, Al, there's a relation between this like, guess it was her granddaughter and a granddaughter's boyfriend or something sitting next to her. And you think that was her daughter. I don't think so. I think that was great. I think you were talking to the grandma and, and the, you were talking about the high school dating people and you were chatting them up for fucking way too long. I was just like, Oh my gosh, I I was went full Mark here. And, uh, I just, I hadn't seen that before, but I, I guess you just been, you're a little more chatty now that you're a little older. Just I mean, making friends with people in the stadium. It happens, you know. <laughs> He's still avoid talking to everybody. <clears throat> makes the game entertaining. <laughs> and we were killing them, too. Like, it was a slaughter. Yeah. You know, the Arkansas game I went to before, like, it was kind of back and forth, and there was some tension to it. We just beat the shit out of them. Yeah, I was sitting on the back porch, laying down on the couch with the solar stove blowing heat on me. It was awesome. Great game. Don't. Y'all getting promoted by the solo stove? Both y'all have them. Dude, Sell me all the solo stove. Rocks. I love the I love my solo stove. I fired it up last night after the Rangers won. Sat outside, cooked up the uh, solo stove. Had a nice little fire going for a couple hours. Drank some whiskey by it. Uh, Eric called me a psycho for wanting to do that solo on my solo stove. But hey, they wouldn't call it solo <laughs> stove if it was for, for multiple people. <laughs> What what's the what's the selling point on it though besides hey it's a fire I because I, I saw all some ads work today since y'all were talking about it I guess my phone's reading my text messages and uh, and giving me the solo stove ads apparently it's no no smoke smell that's the that's the selling point it's smokeless it's not smokeless so it's not smokeless it's not it, <laughs> it's super it it works in a way to where it superheats the air so it gets a really strong fire. Uh, in a very small, small space, and it's just it's awesome. I love it. It's easy to what clean. Do you put in it? It's wood? easy to clean too. I think that's yeah, what, part what of. What the fuck do you think you put in it? Trash, cardboard, all the Amazon boxes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anything you can burn. No, it's uh, like you you get. Uh, it's easy to clean. That's what I like about it. Because after you do it, you can just dump the ash and and move on. So I yeah. think. I think that's the cool part of it. But yeah, no, I, re- I really like mine and, and whiskey by a fire. There's just something so country about that. It just brings tears to my eyes. So good, good times. I got the heat deflector for the top. That's a little plate that stands on top that shoots the heat out to the side. So no. you can uh, stand off to the side. It's great. Uh, oh, I didn't get that add on. I love watching the high flames. So maybe, maybe I'll have to look into that. You got the, I got the, I got like the Yeti or the Yukon, whatever the big one is. Yeah, I have the the normal sized one, not the middle sized one. I mean, Al, you could put one in your backyard, right in the middle of it, and and burn you some fire if you uh, really want to. But you'd have to go buy your own wood. I chopped mine yesterday, not to brag. What an axe! Piano man, <laughs> is my vol- is my sound messed up again? No, your sound's fine. No, you're now. good. 
Okay, see, it's looking like what I what I did last time, and it's working. But uh, yeah, Big Chiano, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about the fire. Mosquitoes are fucking terrible right now. But I guess the fire uh, does away with that. Yeah, I'm pretty. Nah, not really. Uh, yeah, there's not that many mosquitoes up here. The but... cold weather does, though. Yeah. yeah, it just turned cold here. So. Well, yeah, you got to bust it out. All right, so. Other things that kind of happened, Joe. You just came back from a from a trip abroad. Where'd you go? Yep. So speaking of Joe going to losing games as an away fan, uh, we went to London, and while we were in London, we took the kids to London, uh, and we saw the Bills and Jaguars played uh, at Tottenham. So we got all dressed up in our Bills gear. And they lost. Did that, you buy Bills gear? Yeah, we got Bills. We got some Bills. Let me see. I got a Bills hoodie. Ugh. Great visual. Good pod. Yeah, this is a good pod. Oh, yeah. Is it? Is that starter brand? It looks nice. Uh, I don't know. No, Nike. But we got that. So we took the kids. That I don't know how old that stadium is. Harley probably know, but it seemed relatively new. I think Tottenham uh, built a new stadium in the last like six years or something like that. Yeah, it, it was super nice, and it was kind of funny because before all before the game, we got in a little early, and they were like in American football, and the runner scores passes the line into the painted end zone. It's called a touchdown. A touchdown is worth six points. (laughs) So it's like going over the basic scoring rules and everything. Uh, And the Bills showed up. There were a ton of Bills fans, and they were American Bills fans. There were no – I saw one Jaguars fan that I could tell was American. I talked to him for a second. And he was in because the Jags played there two weeks in a row. This was the second of their two weeks in London. Uh, and he, they just stayed for both games. Uh, but, yeah, it was it was the, the number one jersey there. Was about half the people were wearing Bills gear in the stadium. And the next most prominent jersey shown was the Cowboys. And they weren't playing. <laughs> and then the next most prominent jersey shown was Tom Brady. So it was just all – every team was uh, – represented it was it was really nice beers were four dollars or four british pounds or whatever damn so five bucks yeah cheap beer yeah uh food was good and it was what do you do when you're done with your trash at a at a stadium oh throw it on put the it on the ground throw put it on the ground and let the right. japanese fans clean it up after everybody else leaves this place was so clean. We were, we looked at it like I I want to take this to the trash can because I, I don't want to dirty this. It's so nice. It's so clean. Great time, great time. And then we took the uh, took a train into Belgium. Took the kids to Belgium. Went to Bruges. Oh, you, oh, you fairy tale city in Bruges. Fairy huh? tale city. <laughs> yeah, dude, I love that movie. In Bruges, uh, Bruges looks pretty cool. Yeah, it was. That that square where you know we climbed the the clock tower, the Belfast, uh, or the Belfry, one or the other, and they <laughs> uh, that square they had like a little uh, market going on, like a farmers market type thing going on while we were there. It was it was really cool. Uh, Why did you want to go to Bruges? Can the movie because of the movie? Yeah, <laughs> we uh, we were looking to get we stayed in Brussels uh, for three nights and. It's got 
you know, the architecture is all Gothic stuff built in the 1600s and beyond and everything's super old, super pretty, but it's just like any other huge city. It's just dirty and a fucking shitload of people and busy. Uh, we did a beer, chocolate and waffle tour, which was awesome. Great beer. You let soda try any? No, not uh, actually. Yeah, <laughs> they had one that was. I like this one, Daddy. Well, yeah. too bad you can't drink it. You can't no, eat you your waffles chocolate. if you don't eat your beer. Yeah, no, no waffles till you finish your beer. Yeah, <laughs> you got to create a good base. That's how you teach a son. Yeah. Brick and mortar. They ate a, they don't shit on waffles. Belgian waffles are legit, man. <laughs> Real Belgian waffles are great. <laughs> are the waffles better in Belgium, Joe? Just like the Guinness better in Ireland? No, well, yes, hundred percent. Because they like they have two kinds. They have the light and airy one, and then they have what you think of when you get the Belgian waffle, the thicker, sweet one. And they like they they fry it and then they dip it in sugar and then they like broil it so it's caramelized and crispy. It was legit. It's fucking awesome. Did you go through any tables in uh, London or they weren't uh, tailgating like that? No, no, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't really get to tailgate. We we walked. They had a whole fan area set up for, and they they shut down all the streets uh, surrounding the stadium on game days and we just everything was just walking it was really cool did you see big ben we saw big ben we did a tour through all of the downtown london uh all the historical sites we did tower of london westminster abbey uh yeah a bunch of stuff did you go to the hard rock cafe kids <laughs> did we go where the hard rock cafe no, we stayed right by the Hard Rock Cafe in Brussels. Hell yeah! I, my, actually, got, I think I have a go. shirt. I think I have a shirt somewhere from Hard Rock Brussels. <laughs> I was about to say, Joe, you should you should have gotten the shirt and sent it to Butch. He's a collector. Zach wanted to go to McDonald's. We our hotel we stayed at it was right over a McDonald's. He wanted to go to the Belgian McDonald's. Fucking Americans. You you pull, you do the Royale McCheese uh, gimmick from Pulp Fiction. I told that to Haley. Pulp Fiction, yeah. And go. They don't have a quarter pounder because they don't use them. They use the metric system. Call it a Royale McCheese. <laughs> okay, so you went to Belgium. You know how? What what was the travel like? What kind of plane fly, uh, flights? Uh, did you take the tube? You know what what went on here? <laughs> Yeah, we flew over direct fr- flight from it. Well, Chattanooga to Atlanta, Atlanta to London. It's fine. Red eye flight. Kids slept. I got. I don't sleep well on planes, but I got about three hours of sleep, which is enough to get me through the whole next day. I can never sleep on a plane. It's it's the worst. I I don't. When we took Soda to Iceland when he was a baby, baby. He cried most of the way. I got zero sleep. I was awake for about 36 hours straight. It was awful. Fucking awful that next day. We were, but that's the best way to get adjusted to time zones. Yeah. Don't sleep. But the way home. So, well, while we were there in London, we took the train to Brussels and then we just took, we didn't get a car. We took trains everywhere. Uh, and the flight back, Eight and a half hour flight. The headrest TVs didn't work on the whole plane. 
Oh, yeah, it's brutal. This is my nightmare. It was brutal. Oh yeah, our flight, our flight uh, back from Alaska didn't have any. It sucked. It's awful. Uh, Abby was. Uh, fortunately, we had their tablets loaded up. Shout out to Amazon. Great battery life on the Amazon Fire Kids tablets. Lasted eight hours of continuous use. Hell yeah! Nice. Huge nice. shout out. You didn't you didn't hog it for a couple hours? Hey, hey, you had enough of this thing. I got no TV. Give it. No, no. <laughs> Give I, some I, colors. I, we did uh the way there we had it was a two three two plane. So Haley and the kids had the middle three, and I was on the one over next to some guy, and they all slept in the middle. The way home we had two and two against the aisle or against the window. Uh and I had Abby next to me and Flying next to three-year-olds, not easy, and she did not want to sit still. So, so four, she watched Frozen four times, and <laughs> we got home at some point. She shit, she shit three times on the airplane, three times on the airplane. Eight-hour flight back from uh, London to the U.S. She spent an hour of it in an airplane bathroom. Do you have to be and in that, there with her? No, you just stand outside and there's people lining up. It's an airplane bathroom, so there's always people waiting. So you just look at them like, well, well sorry, guy. There's a three-year-old in there dropping shit. <laughs> she was backed up by Belgian waffles. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, chocolate and waffle combo in Belgium coagulated, and she had, uh, you know, People say that when they fly up, you know, 20,000 feet, it does something to their guts and they get pressurized or have you, shit. Yeah, you get pressurized and you just push I always, I always have to fart, so I never really notice a difference, but. Okay. All right. Al always has to fart. I think that's a, uh, that's breaking news. Breaking wind. Speaking of uh, breaking news. Al, you got any uh, best to ever do it? I think we had a lot of people die recently since we last oh, potted. I mean, the the most recent one, Bobby Knight, one of the best to ever throw a chair across the court during a game. They don't make him you like Bob O anymore. I, I'm surprised a lot of people weren't, you know, posting articles and tweets calling him an asshole. Uh, but, uh, you know, everyone – I've, I've seen mostly positive uh, – best to ever do it's for Bobby Knight. There's, there's a couple other best to ever do it. Oh, uh, Matthew Perry from, uh, Joe's favorite show friends, Chandler Bing. Apparently he Whitney Houston himself. Joe probably knows more about that than I do. He's uh, battled with drugs. We're not sure if it was a suicide or if it was just an accidental overdose and drowning in the tub or what happened. But, He's openly battled drugs for a while, so R.I.P. Chenandler Bong. A- anytime you drown in the bathtub, you can kind of assume that that's not what they meant to do. Yeah. Eh, not necessarily. If you're going to just you're going to say fuck it and OD and you want to make sure that it doesn't, you're going to drown yourself, I guess. Oh, I like that. So you, it's like a du- it's like a double. It's a twofer. It's like a fail safe. Yeah, yeah. It's a fail safe in case the drugs don't take you. Yeah, there you go. I didn't think about that. That's <laughs> Best a, ever that do sounds... it a couple weeks ago. Was uh, Suzanne Summers? 
Step by Step was a big part of my childhood. Great show. Had a loved Al. Loved Al on Step by Step. She was so hot. That show had a had a, a stunner cast. Every chick in that show was hot. Yeah. And then the code man for comic relief. So R.I.P. Suzanne Summers. Apparently huge uh, everybody uh generation older than us loved her on Three's Company, but I've never seen yeah, Joe, that. So Joe uh, knew her from the Five Master and uh step by step. That's right, baby. You got any best to ever do it for us, Harley? Well, you kind of took you kind of took two of mine. I didn't I didn't know about Suzanne Summers, so that was new to me. So, shout out to all the ones that have died that we haven't mentioned from the podcast. Y'all all are the best to ever do it. So, I I, I gotta say Matthew Perry. He uh, he might be best known for Friends, but I gotta tell you, I loved him the most in. Um, Oh fuck! The, the whole nine yards. The whole nine yards. Yeah, I was going to say nine mile, but that was not right. And that's when I got acquainted with Amanda Peet and her wares. And I got to say, thank you, Matthew Perry, for being in that movie because uh, Amanda Peet, those were nice. R.I.P. to Michael Clark Duncan, one of the best to ever do it from the whole nine yards. But he died. Yeah, he died for like ten years. Yeah, a yeah. long time ago. I thought Bobby hey. Knight was dead a long time ago too. I, that was my bad for not knowing that. I think they kind of just shunned him away off in the woods and let him fish and say the N word uh, out of the public eye for probably the past ten years. Oh, he got canceled. I didn't. I didn't. I, I thought he got canceled for like beating on people, not for like saying racist things. Towards the end of his Texas Tech run, you could like he was starting to cross into angry guy to angry old guy who's probably got something wrong with him or hasn't been told, you know. Uh, Bobby Knight's the type of dude you can't tell him anything. Like he's just gonna be Bobby Knight, and, and you know the some people go away, and you know, I'm sure he had certain people kiss his ass, but uh, but yeah, he just seemed like the old racist grandpa. Well, I heard he was buried upside down like he wanted. So <laughs> bury me upside down. So the critics. I wonder can if kiss they actually did that. That'd be funny. Yeah, I mean. Up- Dig a hole. That's an all-time quote, though. That is. Especially if he's the one who came up with it. That sounds like one of those things that's like... Nah, it's a Coach Gainey-ism. That's been around forever. He's just... uh, He said it at, what, Hall of Fame speech or halftime speech or retirement speech or whatever it was. Coach Gainey told you that in high school? No, that's... Coach Gainey had all those Coach Gainey-isms, and that sounds exactly like one of them. That's what I'm saying. It's one of those things that's kind of just ubiquitous as like a, a yeah. street joke or a, you know something people say. But I don't know if Bobby Knight's the one who originally came up with that. I probably think he's the one who at least popularized it, I guess. Yeah. I can't, I can't think of anyone saying it before him. It is tied to him forever. Yeah. Bobo. So, Al. What uh, inspired the Halloween costume? Oh, I laughed. The- you looked like Orlando Bloom. <laughs> just, my, <laughs> just, uh, my older sister, when I have a mustache and a certain thing, uh, says I look like Orlando Bloom. Or I guess I just remind of remind uh, people of that because of the cheesy mustache, I guess. <laughs> but uh, what inspired it is Leo got obsessed with the. Uh, 
shiny crab song from Moana. And when we asked him what he wanted to be for Halloween a couple months back, he said that. And we're like, that's better than being Spider-Man again like you were last year. So, you know, we'll do that. And then it's got enough characters that, you know, it's easy that, you know, you know, ask him who, who should I should be. And he says Maui. So, I mean, that's easy enough. And kind of, it's a good, good little family costume. And then I didn't know my parents were going to be the chicken. My mom made the chicken and the pig costume. So kind of all went out Halloween night and uh, trick-or-treated the neighborhood. And it's funny watching people like, it's one of those things. If you've never seen the movie, you don't, you're not going to know what it is, but a lot of people have seen the movie. It's a Disney movie. And, uh, but there's like certain black people and certain old people that are like, what are you guys supposed to be again? One old lady called me tree man. Oh, I like tree man. Like, <laughs> like no, no, you know, whatever. And then, uh, you know, people would, when people would recognize, you know, my dad or something, Oh, Hey, Hey is the name of the chicken or some shit. I didn't even know that he would get all excited. Hey, you know, this lady knew who I was or whatever, but you know, it was, it was fun. He had fun in that. And, I uh, had to carry him the last little stretch because he was getting his feet were hurting. But uh, he had a blast. Wagon he man, loves Halloween. Your shit. He loves Halloween. So you decorate man. your house for Halloween in July. You start <laughs> dressing up your kid as a skeleton and a ghost in September, and then he goes as a fucking crab. Oh, and a couple people were like, "What are you a bug?" And he's like, "No, shiny crab." People were calling him a bug. Somebody called him a cockroach. He didn't look anything like a cockroach. These people. My hair kept getting my, my wig kept getting caught in his antenna. <laughs> I, I I ditched the wig real quick. We did Harry Potter. We were the joke with, that's been thrown around. Zach, Soda was Harry. Harley Quinn was Hedwig. Haley was Professor <laughs> McGonagall. And I was gonna be Voldemort, but the joke of saying is there's not enough nose putty in the world to smooth out this face for Voldemort. So I went as Dumbledore, who best to ever do it, he just died. I thought he's been dead forever. Well, there were like three Dumbledores, and now they're all oh, dead. That's why. <laughs> there was three Dumbledores? Yeah. It's an old guy. They kept dying. It took him forever to shoot all eight movies. Yeah. Why am I thinking I, I had the, the wig and the beard. <laughs> no, not Gandalf. I think it was. I had the wig and the beard. Wasn't it? Weren't they the same actor? And then that one died, and they had to get a new Dumbledore. What's it, Sir Ian Kellen or whatever his name was? No, I, I don't. Oh, he's still he alive, was. I think. Yeah, I don't think he was ever Dumbledore. Oh yeah, you're right. All tall white people with long white hair look alike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I had to ditch the wig and the. It was, it was fucking cold at Halloween night here, though. Cold as yeah. shit, windy. It got cold here too. We did the trunk or treat thing at his school where you pass out kids, the the candy to kids out of the trunk of your car. Some parents came and all that and dressed up for that. And uh, it was fucking freezing. Like the wind was going. It dropped, of course, like a day or two before Halloween, it dropped 20 degrees out of nowhere over here. So it, yeah. was, it was a little chilly too. It wasn't as bad at night, but uh, dude, would, was the wig itchy as shit on your head? Oh, I had, I think I got a youth wig, so I was trying <laughs> to squeeze it onto my head, and it didn't, uh, it didn't last very long. Oh, you said I tried it. to drink a beer, and I was like inhaling Chinese nylon strands, so I, oh, was, yeah. I just dumped that off in the wagon and walked around in my dress. <laughs> 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 
Who were you from Harry Potter wearing a dress? Dumbledore. It was a robe. All right, that's. I'm surprised you weren't a uh, Hagrid, bro. That's why I told Haley to be Hagrid. She had her fucking bad <laughs> from a couple years ago. And Harley, I said Harley said you look like Hagrid then. It's the same costume. I said that. Uh, yeah, you made a comment on our. I think our family picture. You say you got Iron Man and Hagrid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember saying that. That's fucked up. I shouldn't have said that. Did well, you no look like she Hagrid? Didn't want- Sort of. She should have gone haggard. Oh, fuck. All right, y'all got anything else y'all want to talk about? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, if if our lawyer listens to this, Joe, he's about to go to Ireland for his fifth-year wedding anniversary. Now, he's been there before because that's where they went on their honeymoon, but you got any uh, up-to-date European travel tips for uh, Chris? I mean, we went to Ireland last year. Guinness is better in Ireland. I don't know. Should I know? He doesn't have kids. He does. He's not going to travel the same way we did. Okay. All right. All right. Great yeah. tips. Have Sorry. fun, Chris. Yeah. Yes, and yeah. 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 Sorry. Did a, did really good on that one. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thank you all for joining us on another episode of Talking Small Podcast. Um, I think we phoned this one in literally on Instagram phone and uh, look forward to LSU Bammy on uh, Saturday. Recapping Bama on Sunday. Come on. Let's Harley, you're not going to shout out J-Bone on the pod and shout out 31 days of uh, horror? Or you did that when I was dropping out? You always shout out J-Bone. Come on, man. Normally I do. I, to be honest, I don't, I don't listen to his 31 days of stuff. Uh, he, he Dude, you don't even listen to any of his podcasts. Don't fucking judge me. I listen to all his podcasts, but when he goes to his niche shows like it's Dexter or his like 31 Days of Chucky. Oh, shit. I may need to what, check. Whatever he did. That out. He did Dexter. Did you watch the new Dexter? Uh, I think I stopped with like an episode left. I think something fucked up with the DVR and I didn't care enough to go find it on streaming. So I was just like, I'm done. It was okay but i hated it at the end too well i mean this is spoiler season but like his son kills him right that's what had to have happened like leading up to it it's like oh his son's gonna kill him oh his son's gonna kill him and uh okay cool damn well it just changed the entire dexter of dexter it's annoying well let me let me ask you this the whole time i thought yeah well did they um it's Deb who's like the Harry yeah, the whole time. I, yeah, which that De- has to be so fucking weird because they were married in real life and they've been divorced for what? How long now? I, okay, I don't keep up with them, but... <laughs> you, you, and this is why Joe crushes a celebrity mashup for the... Right, uh, that's right. Trivia. Oh, hey, Joe, we didn't talk about this, but Al tried to do the trivia in the stadium. Guess what? He was fucking awful. He kept getting them wrong <laughs> and he wasn't cheating. And he was so, I was like, nope, not it. He's like a Stanford running back. And he was just like, oh, Toby Gerhardt. I was like, no, dude, it's Bryce Love. Got it wrong. Got about Bryce Love. What do you want me to do? Sometimes you sometimes you get You never get alley, less than like seven on there and you airmail like six of them. Like it's. I, got, I get like four and five sometimes. Yeah. And then you redo it and cheat and make sure it's a better number. 
Not true. Um, that middle, that bottom row, I'm usually good at. Middle row, depending on what. I'm all, I'm celebrity mashup. I, I'm pretty good at. That's the toughest one by far for me. Mine's always the top. That, that and if there's random, that and if there's random baseball or hockey. That's but. what I do for for baseball and hockey. I I can't even come up with an intelligent name, so I'll just type in two letters and select a name, <laughs> just so so I don't just put I give up. I can sometimes get the college football. I can sometimes get the NFL, but baseball, basketball. I I guess you know when they give you this division or whatever, I can I throw darts. This AFC team, sure, throw a dart. This Western Conference team, throw a dart. I'm supposed to narrow it down. I know, but I, I'm still just throwing darts. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes I'll get it, but when it's like this player pitched a no hitter in 1981, I don't fucking know. No, no, no Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't ever. I, I will never get that. This NBA. This player started and drafted in 02 to the Spurs. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Manu Ginobili. Yeah, year two after Tim Duncan. I, I should have gotten Tony Parker. I should have oh, gotten yeah. out when he snapped the bat out of the air. I knew yeah, that. I felt stupid on. after that one. That's that's how it is on a lot of them too. After I was like, oh yeah, I knew that. I hope so. A couple of them have been LSU. I've been waiting for you to miss the LSU ones. Yeah, I, I get that. Or the Tennessee ones, I'll get. <laughs> missed the Albert Hainsworth one. I felt stupid about that one. How I knew you... that. <laughs> Jesus. Well, you know, Al, Al, if he if he has those moments, just Google's it, Joe. So <laughs> never fucking Google any of them. I'll do this right. He'll just ask Ambo. I asked her one question, and that's where all you guys are getting this cheating accusation from. And I said, I, I said, I asked her. I remember the question. I think you guys are you guys just don't uh. Don't know I'm good at trivia. Joe hosts a trivia night and I beat him most days. And it just gets it, you know, he's like, he must be cheating. He must be on PEDs. I mean, I, I'm trash. Ella beat me. <laughs> <laughs> There's been no proof in any of that allegation ever. So just FYI. All right. So we're done with the pod. Thank you all for joining us. Another episode of Talking Small Podcast. We out. Later. Later.